So we, like I said, women, this is for us because we see this story is going to show us four things that she did. No matter where you are in life, no matter if you've done them or haven't, start now and it'll make a difference in the world that you live and the blessing and the impact that it'll have on the lives that God has given you. The very first thing that she did and implemented in her life was the God's presence. God's presence was implemented in her life. Elisha represents the very word, power, and presence of God. The woman teaches us the importance of God's divine influence in a child's life. So there's things that you do. That's one thing for me to say, hey, you need the presence of God. That's one thing. But there's an important thing for us to learn about what we do with the presence of God. The very first thing she did was she prepared a place for God's presence. Psalm 127 says this, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. This is talking about parenting. Unless God is in the center of the house of your life, your labor, what you're doing is in vain. See, Elisha moved from being an acquaintance Okay, let me help you. From just saying prayer at dinner time. I mean, we had, we had some powerful, powerful testimonies on Wednesday night. And let me tell you, the one theme of the testimony that was given was this. It went from God being someone that was just around their life, where there was a religious act, to a true relationship with God. And I'm telling you, as a mom, you have the ability to implement, it was the woman that said to the husband, hey, let's get this man in our house. Let's not have him just pass by. Let's just not say a prayer at dinner time. Let's just not maybe just go to church on occasion or just kind of have God be a little bit in our lives. Let's just move him in the house because there's a powerful thing that happens when we implement together as a couple the presence of God in our lives and in our children. I can give you statistics that show you the difference that God makes. The difference that God makes. He's called you to prepare a place for the very presence of God. I, I like this. This this really, I mean, I'm like, man, I put it this way, no more stopping by, but stepping in. He stepped into their house. The second thing that we noticed was this, it was a practiced place. It's not just prepared, it's practiced. Deuteronomy eleven nineteen. I love this scripture. It says this, it's talking about parenting. Teach them diligently to your children, impressing God's precepts on their minds and penetrating their hearts with truths. Speaking of them, watch this. How often? Speaking of them, when you sit in your house, when you walk along the road, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Always practicing, taking God, and putting him in the middle of your life. See, you begin to practice the word of God. You begin to let them take the word of God and apply it. And she got this guy in the house, and you bet that little boy was around it. And because she was prepared a place, and then she began to practice that place, the promise of God came to her life. And the greatest gift that you can give your children is to teach them when God's in the center, you get God results. The only reason she got a son was because she took, if you take the representation of God, meaning the prophet, and she put him in her house. And when we put God in the middle of our houses, guess what? Every young person, you take God out of your life, you're not going to get God results. 
You put God in the middle, you're going to see God results. And her son, every time she looked at her son, she knew it was a result of taking God and putting him in the center of the house and honoring him and reverencing him and practicing day after day after day that our house is open to you. And if your house is open to God and he comes in and he moves in, you're going to get God results.